Blog Talk Radio. entire show and they would just suspect it's just you and I alone in the room. And I don't want anyone thinking that I'm alone in the room with you because I am never going to do that again. We'll never oh my goodness. I mean, well, it took me a while before I was able to sit down, but that's a long story I don't want to get into right now. We're not allowed to sit with each other. No, no. Without. No more bouncing on your knee. That's never going to happen again, okay? <laughs> Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me 20 times and I can't sit down for a week. So anyway... Uh, tonight's show is about, go ahead, Christy, but you're pointing at something. Safety and the paranormal. Okay, it didn't say anything here, so safety and the paranormal. Yeah, see, where does it say? Go ahead, point. Point all you want. It's not there. Yeah, okay, well, point at your own, then. I'll point at whatever I want, Missy. Hey, get that finger down, Sean. All right, so, well, this is all you. Oh, not tonight. You're the one all worked up and amped up. You're the one who gets to talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're so feisty. <laughs> well, safety in the paranormal. There's a lot of different things about safety. I mean, you can cover a lot of things with safety in the paranormal. Um, I mean, just going through and checking out your the site to make sure that there's no dangerous... Uh, uh, boards that you're going to fall through, uh, stairs that are going to collapse, those, you know, third story you're going to fall down to the basement because that could leave a mark. That way, that might be bad. Or in some cases like mine, that could permanently damage you. Never get between Sean and the door. That is safety number one. Safety number one, not getting between Sean and an exit. Don't let Sean, the big man, walk on the rotted floors. No, well, no, I didn't let you do that at that one. No. I said no. Yeah, we checked it out first. No, and I was, I, well, I, you know, remember the Were paperwork? You on hands and knees do, the floor? do you remember those paperwork that I had you sign months ago? Yeah. Okay, well, you shouldn't have signed it because now we're going to send you into dangerous, more dangerous places every time. No, I'm. It's like, damn it, he didn't fall through that time. So I am the safety man now for the team. Yeah, you're gonna check all the flooring, everything. You're the man. So. Well, I mean, can't you use your day-to-day helmet? Listen, I don't want to damage that floor. 
That's the one that keeps your brains inside, right? From turning to jello. <laughs> I like jello brains. I don't feel nothing no more. All right, so, all right, and then there's, okay, so there's structural safety, the safety about when you, uh, you know, when you're going out to, like, when we went to uh, cemeteries and whatnot, we will mark with uh, reflective uh, uh, stakes, uh, places that have pits or holes or even just, you know, slight depressions. I mean, in the dark, you can fall through anything. I mean, you can uh, uh, just a little bit, um, if you've got grass, but it's a divot underneath it that you don't really see, and it's dark, and you're looking through your night vision camera, your head's up, you're down, you're going, you know, and it's like next thing you know, they're, they're EVP and asking to talk to you. So, you know, we don't want that. That's not a good, and we don't like that. Daytime. Yeah, not in the dark so much, you know. No. no. So really be careful. Uh, make sure you know the lay of the land. Uh, that's safety. And then, you know, the other safety thing, is, you know, there's, well, there's so much. And, and, you know, we only have an hour, so um, let's let's get to it. You can, when you're talking to uh, entities or you're talking or you're going in a, and you're, you're asking questions, you have to be really, really, really careful on how you phrase things. You know, definitely be be careful how you phrase things when you're when you're talking and you're asking questions. You want to make sure that you know when you're trying to get uh, an entity to reveal itself and you're asking it to use energy, have it use the energy of the inanimate objects like uh, batteries, lights, you know, other things that you may have uh, in your proximity. Never have it. Uh, you know, be careful about touching. Careful about. Um, you know, use our energy, anything like that you don't want to do. Not not something that, that's good um, um, and safe. So there's also, like when we did uh, um, investigation up at the uh, uh, Oregon Cave Chateau, we were there for a, 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 the whole weekend, and we were going from room to room, and there were a lot of rooms. I mean, we, we asked uh, the entities, feel free to, Follow us, but you have to be really, really literal, very literal. You know, when we are there, you want to uh, um, say you're welcome to follow us while we're here at this investigation, but not when we leave. This is the kind of stuff. I mean, I'm a very literal when I'm there, you know, very literal, I'm, and this is a safe thing to do. And never assume that the entity that you're talking to you have an idea of who or, it, or what it was. So there's that. And like Sean was saying, always wear your helmet if you have, you know, pudding for brains. Symptomatic. I don't want to be symptomatic. No. All right. So Sean, you brought up a um, um, a website. You want to talk about that for a minute? Definitely. It's called ParanormalSafety.com. Uh, safe investigation is a happy investigation. Yay! That's their tagline. And basically, I'm going through here, and they actually have quite a bit of uh, very interesting information on here. Uh, you can download a free pamphlet on just basic uh, steps to be safe. They also sell merchandise on here um, that is definitely helpful, uh, especially when it comes to our field uh, voltage tester, so we know if there's voltage being given off. Uh, carbon monoxide detector, you don't want to walk in and sit in a room for 45 minutes when there's noxious fumes. Um, yeah, they do. Well, <laughs> that depends. Uh, also, you know, the uh, safety masks, so respirators. respirators in case you do 
I mean, a lot of people have breathing issues to begin with. And Mac and I can both testify we've been in a location that had black mold. Yeah, did we just talk about that? Yes. And we were only in the room for maybe five, maybe ten minutes at most. And we were still wearing a respirator just for uh, safety reasons. So ParanormalSafety.com, a lot of useful information on there. Another one of those wonderful groups that are out there to uh, help us to do our jobs. Help us to help you. Help us to help you. We believe in you. Really? You point at me. Do you do really? No. Okay. <laughs> I was wondering what the hell is going on with that one. <laughs> I got to be tight. Why? I never have to be. It's just the season. Tis the season to be nice. But don't you find it a very amusing, with that being said, I know we were talking about Christmas earlier, it's my long day, it's about to steal your Christmas lights. Don't you find it that uh, Scrooge is awesome because it's all about ghosts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of the greatest Christmas tales of all time, and it's all about ghosts. And what do we do? We go on I'm going to go find uh, what's his name? the partner, Ebenezer's partner. What was his name? Jacob Marley. Yeah. And, and then he knows the whole name. I mean, not just the, you know, Marley. He knows I, who played him in the Mickey Mouse. Who is Jacob Marley in the Mickey Goofy, Mouse? Man. All right. All right. You can stay. Yeah. So there is an actual website that is uh, committed to safety and the paranormal. And it is ParanormalSafety.com. You might want to uh, go ahead and give them a, a look-see. Uh, they look like they have a lot of good information there. Uh, and uh, I uh, want to say that I'm here's to Paranormal Safety. Ah. Woo-hoo. That was a good one. Uh, Christine, I just knew you didn't want one. So. <laughs> Hey, that was Drinking. a perfect example. Yes. Yeah. Christina, the quiet one, speaking up for a Well, when she speaks up, she uh, has something to say. That's another big one, and that's one of our team bylaws is no drinking and no drug use. Well, that never oh, happens with us anyway. I mean, at least the drug use. Now, they have some upcoming events, um, the uh, Paranormal Safety, uh, April 11th and 12th. Uh, or, was it? Well, August 15th and 17th. Okay, well, wait a minute now. Oh, well, then they have nothing. <laughs> yeah, for 2014, they're done. And see, you're the one saying that I'm the one that wears the helmet. Well, I know, but I was trying to give them a, a shout-out, actually, because I think it's important. Uh, like and I, I like good it. information on there. They have a free pamphlet. Uh, yeah, we like free. The PDF. PDF. Word. Yeah. So that's, and like I said, the kits on there, if your team doesn't have them, they're relatively inexpensive. And some of them, I mean, the expensive one, I think, was 160 bucks, but that came with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And including the respirator mask, hand sanitizer, the whole nine yards. Well, these are things that you can also, you know, get for yourself, just being, you know, careful and, and being, you know, knowing where you're going before you go. So, um, let's see. Uh... So this is some safety tips for paranormal investigators, general guidelines for staying healthy. People with a cold or otherwise compromised immune system should not investigate. Stay home and rest. The team and clients don't want to get sick together. 
So we'll never see Ed again. Okay? So much for Ed. Yeah. You shouldn't have read that part. No, well, I mean, he's if he's listening now, he doesn't need me to tell him that well, about totally. excuses. He, he's he got a whole book on excuses anyway, so. Not only that, think about it. If someone's sick with a cold, what are they going to be doing the whole time on the investigation? Sneezing, coughing, snorting. Guess what that's going to do? Yeah, well, we'll be doing a lot of... That's me. That was me. That was me. not at all. And just letting your stomach gargle. It would be pretty much hard to deal with. Yes. But, I mean, the last investigation, Christina couldn't join us because her back was all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, health obviously takes precedence over an investigation. Well, we're good about that. I mean, we're we're uh, but there are a lot of environmental hazards. You've got uh, um, electrical hazards. You have to make sure that you know there's no um, uh, wires that aren't um, insulated. That everything is shut down. Well, I mean, that was one of the main main things that that uh, killed. Uh, um, paramedics and EMTs when I was, you know, going, when I was an EMT, that was a, we had just had uh, one of our paramedics had gotten killed um, by stepping on a live wire at a, um, you know, a, a car accident. So that was something I'm always aware of. That and stepping on, when you're, you know, stepping over a, um, a taunt rope, you know, well, that's more ship side type. That deal. You step on it. Yeah, you step on it. So if it snaps, it, you know, it, it doesn't cut you in half. Like ghost boat, a ghost ship. No, ghost ship. Remember that one? The beginning of that one? No, ghost ship. That was a good one when they had that wire that took out all of them at the very beginning. That was pretty in slow motion. Uh, you were talking about people that should stay home if they're sick because they have compromised immune systems, right? Mm-hmm. So that also comes into play when they have compromised immune systems and they're obviously susceptible to other things. Yes. And and paranormal yeah. safety does have a, a, a Facebook page as well. Yeah. I'm reading on their on their Facebook page um, that it says another paranormal investigator has been diagnosed with histoplasmosis, which is a fungal infection that investigators are often exposed to where bird and bat droppings are present. Yeah. That's a very right. good point. Yeah. So like I didn't even think about that, and I hate pigeons. Right. Wow. Yeah, and then uh-huh. said that the, the investigator was actually ill prior to investigating on that investigation, uh-huh. so they compromised the immune system probably allowed that extra... So, with their weakened immune system, it just... Right. So with that being in the air? Yeah. Obviously, well, that doesn't sound like fun. No, not no. Well, there's also, I mean, it's very serious. No, I hear you. Yeah. What we do, even though it's 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 a hobby, and we're out. Well, that's a life choice. I don't know. It was a a hobby as much as it's something that some people are driven to have to do. You know, I know I am. I mean, it's something I want to see if I can uh, um, be around when actual proof of life after death uh, comes to the forefront. I would like to be there when a ghost actually taps on my shoulder and says, hey, what's up, Meg? What's going on? Uh, 
No, hasn't happened. Uh, there are people dangers. You have. Uh, we've talked about this. Uh, while many clients are of sound mind, others can be schizophrenic and have some kind of mental disorder. Uh, yeah, symptomatic. We talked about that. Uh, check out, you know, this is, again, you know, show up for a pre-investigation. You interview them. You ask them questions. There's forms that you can get. If you don't know you can get a form, you can contact us at info at thehunterhunters.com. We will send you out the forms that you need to uh, actually ask and interview a client to uh, a safe, you know, a safe degree. You can get the answers that you need. Now, again, we've talked about this in, in other shows. You get some clients that get a little upset with you when you ask them certain questions. I mean, seriously. I mean, I don't understand what the problem with is have you been menstruating? I mean, no, what? No. What? Oh, that's no. Ghostbusters. I get confused again. But you do tell I'm them old. straight up front. You're going to be asking them questions. They aren't relevant, but they may make them uncomfortable. But they're questions that we, the team needs to know prior yeah. to conducting investigation. Yeah. If they choose not to answer it, well, then at that point your team might want to decide, well, if these people are not being honest with us answering these questions, then possibly this is not an investigation for our team. And this is what we talked about walking away from uh, right. certain investigations, which we have done in the past. You know, we have done that quite a bit. So, um, and then uh, uh, this is another thing that's very important. Um, I would never, ever allow any of my teams go to an interview by themselves. Not going to happen. You know, you go at least two people. Two people. You um, always need two people with you at all yeah, times or yep, any part of the interview. Yep, and interview and baseline, any of that kind of thing, you need to have you know, somebody with you. But you do not go to interview by yourself. Right? Not uh, something you want to do. And it's, sometimes it's, I mean, obviously we're discussing safety, but it's also comfort. Yeah. I mean, if there's two people, that one-on-one sometimes can be a little bit... Intense? Intimidating. But not for me. Well, depending on the person doing it. If you're doing it, it's intimidating. If I'm doing it, I'm just a big loving what are you uh, saying? I'm a mean person? I'm just he saying, just called me a meanie face. I'm just saying you heard him say it. I haven't hospitalized anyone in the last 10 years. So. <laughs> okay. All right, well, there is that. All right, well, I got nothing. <laughs> there should be two people with you at all times, so you have to take into consideration. We go into some pretty dilapidated buildings. Yeah. 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 Areas. So if yeah. you have, if, if people are doing this solo, well, you can't do that. Yeah. The floor, or there's no one there at all. I mean, if you're going to a building that's abandoned. Yeah. Okay. Someone owns it, but it's an abandoned building, and mm-hmm. you've given permission to go into. Uh huh. And you, like Christy's saying, fall through a floorboard. Yeah. Slip and fall, something falls on. Well, you're done. I mean, you can, you know. Grab your phone, or you don't have cell support. No, so well, I mean, all spooky houses, you can't use your cell phone. I mean, as you can see it in the movie. But, you know, it's it's part of going through and doing a, a baseline and doing a, a pre-walkthrough. And then if you have questionable structure, like the flooring you're not sure on or the stairs, you 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 type it, you, know, you, you actually block it off with chest-high tape or string. I mean, something that is very visible to see when you're there at night. So you know, okay, all right, we've already been through this. This is the area we have decided we are not going to be going through because no anything is worth your life. No. Nothing. If, if, there's, if there's entities in the building, no. they're not going to be generally confined to one specific room. If they feel people present 
anywhere else in the building. They're going to come. Well, I mean, and here's the other thing. I mean, I know that I'm 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 going into movie land now for a moment, but they could be like trying to entice you to an area that isn't safe. That's true. You know, you don't know. I mean, it, it's like um, be very careful. Uh, this is not uh, you know something to play with. Or to take chances with, like I like I said before, nothing is worth your life, or or permanent damage of any kind. I mean, if you can see what Sean looks like right now and know, yeah, you don't want that ever happening to you. Well, you know, and if you have that other partner, they like so they could always call for help. Yeah, but why even have to do? But that? also, when you yeah. think about it, it's it's you live in the times where people don't generally believe what other people say when it comes to ghosts. So if you have yeah. somebody else, well, they document your, uh, you know, solidify what you're actually experiencing. That's also another reason why we try to keep couples apart, you know. Um, it, Which is another concern yeah. for safety. Yes. Because if you're partnered with your spouse or your girlfriend or your brother, when it comes to what, what are we looking at? Yeah, we're looking when at it, when it comes to paranormal activities and stuff. You're going to be so hyper-focused on the safety of this other person that you're not even going to pay attention necessarily to what's going on in the investigation. Well, that, and, you know, and we talked about electrical. And now there's another thing, too. I mean, there's electro, uh, electromagnetic fields. Uh, this is one another reason why we do the baselines. And we go through with an EMF as we go through to see what, you know, what it stands at. But you can actually... Um, the, Get hurt by uh, powerful EMF yes. fields. I that, mean, that fear cage effect uh, can actually make you physically ill, like vomit. Ill. Yeah, it, it, it vomit. attacks your digestive tract. Yeah, yeah. And so you have to really be careful about that kind of thing. Um, you know, it's it's granted we do the EMF readings uh, for more than just that. You know, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. Uh, it's good on a baseline because it documents if you're in an area and all of a sudden you get a spike, you're aware. Okay, well, this is where there's a, yeah. an EMF leak in their life. Yeah, and we've had that, too. Sometimes No. a phenomenal example. We always talked about yesterday's closet. Yeah. We were walking through the the carpet area, me, Christy, um, I forget who else was in the group. We walked past an area and the EMF detector just went crazy. Yeah. And as we got closer to the floor, the higher it went. Yeah. And in the basement, electrical lines yeah. running right underneath. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and they didn't, they didn't, the insulation on those kind of things back in the day were, were a suspect. Yes. But, and then we have also, I mean, so there's a lot more in that. Uh, it's There's mold, okay? Uh, the mold that we have gone through, we shut down part of an investigation because of the black mold. And the black mold, and we talked about this recently, was something out of a horror movie. I mean, it looked like they should have had alien eggs, you know, hatching all around because it was that, it was hanging. I mean, it had tendrils. It, it, I swear one was reaching for my butt. I mean, it was, mother, I suspect so another, another tip on the safety is when you're doing investigations, and this is, you know, paranormal safety actually brought this up as well, that proves that, hey, Teens should be very cautious using social media to announce times and places of their investigation. Oh, well, we never do that, yeah. Okay, for one, if you announce where you're going to be and what time you're going to be there, you're going to have other people involved coming to the location and trying to cause disturbances. Or B, there's a, uh, this past weekend, several team members from the Florida team 
came home to find their homes ransacked because they're in a small community and people knew where they lived and they knew they were going to be somewhere else doing a paranormal event. Oh, that's messed up. So they come into their home and ransack their home. That's just messed up, man. Well, they right. have to know who they were then. So, I mean, I hope they catch them. Because that's that's when, you that's use, when you use social media, when, when yeah. we post things on, on Facebook, I'm very vague about the things that we're having upcoming investigation. Yeah. Or, or things like that. Yeah. Details to come soon. And then once we complete the investigation yeah. and the client signs off on yeah. allowing us to release the information yeah. to social media is when we'll post where, when, why, how, what. Well, we're not much on, you know, I don't like posting all that on there anyway. Uh, we've had um, um, other teams go into places that we have done and we have investigated and caused issues, you know, um, that they weren't as professional as we were. But, um, you know, mold is something that can kill you, and it's something that can stay with you, you know, and, and affect you the rest of your life. Uh, that comes straight down from mildew, um, where that would actually uh, can cause mold and different things to grow. Um, so, you know, be very careful. Be aware of, you know, and respir respirators. If you uh, have any doubt, and if you don't have any doubt, don't do it. You know, just it's not worth it. Uh, carbon monoxide um, is something that you should also be aware of. Um, I mean, if you start feeling dizzy or uh, nauseous or any of that kind of stuff, um, you need to be careful. I mean, if you're going to a place that's a garage or, or anything that has uh, vehicles or might have uh, gasoline, you know, be very careful. Um, I mean, this is something. Yeah. I mean, if you're yeah. sitting in a location for long enough, with a, with a bad enough gasoline. That could make, well, it's a silent killer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that could, you know, find a, a room full of ghost hunters all, you know, you know, that's not fun. And that won't be a good look for me. So I'm going to say no. Which leads to another safety tip while you're on investigations. I know many people out there, and it's been brought up in the previous show about certain other teams doing things like smoking on site. Oh, oh, those idiots. So sometimes when you have everybody, I'm sure almost every single team has someone on their team that smokes. Yeah. Not only for evidence and information gathering reasons should smoking never take place during an investigation, but also well, if, if you smell smoke, you're not going to be able to smell. And it kills you know, photographs. And yeah, that's just not a good idea. But if you're having a break time, there should be designated, designated area. smoking areas yeah. with designated. Yeah. Butt hands to ensure. Uh, you said butt. I did. <laughs> but to ensure that the that the smokers are putting their butts in appropriate places where it's not going to ignite a historical building on fire. Just keep your butt away from me, Sean. Just don't do it. I do not want to burn down anyone's plantation. No, no, the historical. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna go on a hundred plus years. On how many of these paranormal sites they do not burn down the building and or your team members. Yeah. No, that would be that would be. There's also uh, when you're looking and you're going through like there's a the old mental health building that we were trying to get into um, has you know fiberglass insulation, asbestos. You know these are things you also have to be aware of because you know it's a lot of this you know. Is is something that is going to be with you and going to cause you uh, extreme health problems. Um, you should, if you're going to do something you have any kind of suspect about, you should probably then use a respirator 
Or, I mean, it comes to a certain point where I'm going to not risk my health at all. Or limit your time in the location. Well, limit your time is one thing, but if you're going to go in at all for even two minutes, you're going to wear a respirator oh, if you're I mean, on my that's team. Perfect yeah. example with the, the black mold. Yeah. Me and you were in there yeah. wearing a respirator. Yeah. And we were all in there maximum. Yeah. And I'm, I'm probably going way above at most 10 minutes. Yeah. And then we were out. Well, we wanted to give the opportunity to investigate the location, but at the same time, we didn't want to compromise our health. Not at all. And then when you're going into, say, just a fiberglass insulation, uh, a 925 uh, uh, disposable respirator where fiberglass insulation is present, you should you should wear it. I'll, I'll keep you from getting a potential lung infection. But with asbestos, that's not going to work. No. That respirator isn't isn't uh, you know rated for that. At that point, you need to have something that's um, um, a HIPAA uh, filtered, uh, either a, a N100, P100, or R100 uh, NIOSH rating. These cartridges are specific for filtering out asbestos filters. Um, and the uh, uh, N95 is, is not adequate for that. You think about it, though. So if, you, if you have to wear to that extreme to keep cartridge. yourself safe, do you think that's really... No, I, at that point in time, I say no. If, if I mean, unless it's a roll through an investigation, you're asked like your... Okay, well, now, and here's the thing. If you have... A, I, well, this is easy to say there, and normally I would say, granted, I agree 100%. If we have to go through all that, it's not worth it. But we're saying this right now without a client coming to us crying about their family or they, they have this, you know, that they need to do or that need to do. I'm going to suit up if I'm going to help that family. If I'm going to have to do that to try to help, you know, them sell their mothers, you know, whatever, I mean, I'm going to do it. I'm bringing up something that we've never really touched base on, mainly because we've never had to experience it yeah. as a team. In that particular circumstance, let's say that it is an extremely hazardous location, but they're wanting us to investigate, yeah. and there's legitimate reasons for us to go in mm -hmm. and make that decision. At that point in time, don't you think that we would only select maybe some... Oh, it would be limited who we would have exactly. going in. Not yeah. No, 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 not at all. No, no, no. Uh, that's what I'm yeah. is maybe someone no. would be best or the better oh, health. Oh, health, yeah. Yeah, so that'd be me. you got people on the team that use inhalers. I mean, yeah. you know, we have to watch out for yeah. certain things. I mean, so you're saying I'm going in by myself then? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> saying that, <laughs> do I at least get a rope to, to you know, pull my way back <laughs> out if I need to? Here at the table, the four of us. I don't know if any of us going in. Uh, I would go in. <laughs> well, I'm probably the healthiest. Well, wait, if you think about your team. I'm health, just old. So this kind of <laughs> this kind of segues into your team's health, though, uh -huh. which is a good thing to know the history of your team members. Definitely. Which is why we ask. So, um, oh, yeah, and when we have yeah. our teams fill out information, we keep information on file about all the team members, like emergency contact, infection, yeah. severe allergy, yeah. um, any kind of medical issues that they may have that's, like, super severe, like, you know. And we've been working with each other long enough now as a team. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. We know. new members, exactly. new members yeah. I would ask, you know, and then... And you can also get the forms where you can keep it and have people fill out, you know, their medical conditions and what, and keep those on file. So if there's an emergency and they're unconscious, you have you, know, you have to relay to EMS yeah. what's yeah. you know what their history is. So it's always good to have those on for all you all your different. Well, and speaking of that, um, we're going to be putting a uh, advertisement out in the nickel 
uh, talk to my guy Vic, and I just have to word it, and we're going to uh, be shopping, um, shopping ah, uh, for a couple of new. Uh, I don't think we need to have that many more. No, so I don't want to get flooded. Well, Ed, it's, you know, I mean, easy to replace. I mean, well, now that we've had looking the, out there, Gonzo could replace him. In a now second. that we had the discussion before the show, we know we're going to can him. Oh, he's so gone. We can, uh, we can move forward with that. Oh yeah, well. No one likes him anyway. Well, Ed, no one likes you. I hate you. <laughs> All right. Now, let's be honest. Is he really going to hear that? Yeah, I hope so, but he, I'm not serious about him. He knows that. I'm just playing with him. So, all right. So, there are uh, – that was, that was uh, okay, environmental. Then you have, you know, animals, you know, insects. You have – you know, you talked a little bit about the uh, bat and, and bird droppings that grow fungus that – you know, they release the spores in the air. So you're definitely going to have to have respirators. Not to mention you don't want the bats biting you because they've been having a, a whole rash of rabies coming out from bats here lately, which is really, you know, something. Yeah, okay, if you say so. Well, they're in bulk. Like, oh, a bulk pack? Pack-o-pigeon? Ooh, watch out. They, with their little zoot suits and their switchblades and their chains. They're not bulk. And then they're just going to come at you like, you know, East Side Story or West Side Story. We're not going to see each other. Trust me. I'm going to be Come on. Let's get that. Well, we know that. Uh, raccoons, um, they actually will nest in different, you know, areas. This is like a perfect place for them to nest. And if you come upon them with babies, you know, they'll take you out, man, straight up. Cause I, oh, and, and skunks. But raccoons, they carry all right, they they carry. I've seen them with Glocks before. Those things will straight up sh- just shoot you, and they hold them sideways with their little paws. They, they're very gangster. Um, what you're making faces? Uh, Are you okay? No, the group name for pigeons was called a flight of pigeons. A flight of pigeons. A flight of pigeons. I thought that a flight of of question. Sean, when he's running, he's in flight. Pigeons. What is that? Oh, a murder of crows. Flight of pigeons. You're a, a fright of pigeons. Oh. And m- mice and, and rats. Or nithophobia. Yeah. A nith? Or nithophobia. Or nithophobia. Or nithophobia is a specific type of phobia. You're symptomatic or an if you have that. fear of birds. It doesn't have one specifically. Me and Sheldon. So you're a of pigeons. Me and Dr. Sheldon Cooper have a disorder. Yeah. Well, as long as that's all you do together. Uh, possums. Those things have all kinds of diseases. Just don't be petting them. Just look at the kitty. Look at the kitty. Yeah, I've seen that before. Those things. Yeah, skunks, you know. Uh, now we're going to get into, yeah, we, we've had those things chase you around. They chase you. They chase you. Yeah, they'll come after you, you know. They, they will straight up, you know, I'm a kitty, pet me. Don't believe them. They're not a kitty. No, no matter how convincing they well, sound. spin around as you walk up on them and lift their tail. You know at that moment that's not... I thought fact. they were just being friendly. Oh. Okay. That was not an invitation. Spiders. We have been into areas where they had a lot of spiders, and we have... We've been in areas with spiders before. We have. Oh, yeah, we have. And then some. That is an understatement. Oh, my God. Uh, what about next door when we had to go through the, the the ground to you know to ceiling webs with little white balls all over them with the babies? 
<laughs> and all the babies start crawling all over your face. Do you remember that? It was just like all over. You liked that. That was fun for you. Um, they have uh, um, all, the brown recluse is the one that scares you know scares the heck out of me. I mean, it really does because that's the one when it bites you, your skin will slough off. I mean, slough. That's an ugly word. I never want anything sloughing off of me. Everything that's on me is attached for a reason, so I don't want no sloughage. No sloughage. That's just disgusting. I mean, you know, kill me, but don't slough me. All right? Um, so hopefully you're never a floater. We have to oh, you out oh, oh. I have actually seen floaters. Oh, They're not pretty. That's true. Yeah. Smell. No, it was ice. It had been trapped underneath the ice, so there was no oh, smell. So you were okay. It's just when you go to grab the body. Oh, and it, it comes off like a rubber glove, man. Yeah, well, it's not, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Because that was a person, you know. I mean, I, I, I don't want to, that was that made me sad, actually. So let's move on. Snakes. Uh, snakes, you know, there are um, copperheads, watermelon, you know, cottonmouths, uh, all kinds of, you know, nasty stuff. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, overlook the fact when they go on investigations that a lot of households have pets. Yeah. Yeah. And they say, oh, that's the nicest guy in the world. That's her family. I don't care. Yeah. That, Put that's... it outside on a leash or in a crate away from my feet. Yeah. Last investigation we had a killer rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you what, at one point it went nuts. Yeah. It was concerning to me because, you know, I, I do keep an eye on my surroundings and different things. And uh, having different animals, uh, there is something to keep an eye on. You know, is to keep an eye on you know, what what's going on, what's affecting them. Well, are they? It's said you know, that animals are impacted by the paranormal just as much as humans. Well, more so, I uh, and and so, some, you know. I mean, if they start to act different yeah. during a specific investigation, you they are tied up. That might be something to look into as well. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you got a dog that's normally docile, laying there and it's barking in the middle of thin air. Uh huh. Well. Maybe well, there was another thing. I'm going to go back. I agree with Sean on that. But I also want to touch base on the, we, we didn't say anything about when you're walking through and you're doing the hazards. I mean, especially going through some of the places, you have rusty nails. You have rusty metal. You know, you make sure your people have tetanus shots. Uh, and then if they get, you know, any kind of scratch, even no matter how slight, you need to have it treated, you know. And we have an emergency That's kit. We have a first aid kit well, with us. Which leads to, like, A, the, the gear that your team is wearing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, your team members should never be wearing open-toed shoes, like flip-flops. They should be wearing... My sandals are bad, then. No sandals. They should be wearing good, like, hiking boots or preferential, because if you're going to be in, you know, more places. But, you know, it, at the very least, piece of wealth. No thin pants. You know, not, you know, get some. Yeah, some, if you're going to be out where there's snakes and stuff, yeah. you might want to think about getting double quick pants so in case they strike, they're not going to get through the fabric. Oh, heck with that. I'm staying home. Forget that. Or whatnot. I'm done. So you want to definitely dress appropriately for your surroundings. Good grip. Because, right. I mean, we're investigating, and, I mean, here in Klamath, we can snow, snow, rain, ice, slick, you know, yeah. you have. And even if we just walk, we're not even investigating, we walk outside on a break. Yeah. Slip on ice, you know, because you're wearing tennis shoes. Well, you're, you're, you're afraid of ice. Ice is not your friend. No, 
Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have many phobias. Really? Is one of them me? Boop! I guess not. Old man of I got your old man of phobia. <laughs> Hanging over to the left right now. Whoa. This is um, pure PG radio. Sure. No, no. I'm, I'm leaning a little bit to the left. What, what are you talking about? So you mentioned that when we're on investigations, we take first aid kits with us. We do. Yes. Yeah. So it is certainly definitely important to keep the first aid kits with you. And obviously, you're going to, you know, they have different levels of care. Not all of the people that are in your team were previous EMS. I was never an EMS. I was an EMT. I'm that old. (laughs) But you've got to take into consideration our team has a lot of emergency responders on the team. Yeah. Okay. So when you have emergency responders on your team, those things come naturally to do the first stage. Well, we have a a nice, big, uh, well-stocked uh, first aid kit that's its own duffel. Then I also carry a small first aid kit with me. You know, wherever I am, it is. So, I mean, so we, you know, it's something that we're aware of. Uh, there, and there's all kinds of listing on different yeah. uh, first aid kits and, and whatnot. Um, just take a minute to look through some of them and, and get yourself, you, you know, you can always build your own, you, you know, as which is what we do. You can just say, okay, well, we're going to yeah. places where there's snakes, so maybe I need to have a snake bite oh, yeah. kit in there. Yeah. Or, as like, if you're going to be around some places that have spiders or bees or yeah. insects that bite, yeah. you, you want to have the bite have stuff. a person on the team that's <laughs> kind of allergic to Yeah, it's big <laughs> with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the first good thing to give. Well, I would like to take a nappy with us, but that's you know, that's well, we not. We can have one of them. Well, those things are expensive as hell, but. Um, but I mean, honestly, if you're out in an area where you're 30 miles from the nearest hospital, 40 miles. I mean, we've been out even further in locations yeah. from hospitals. With I mean, no cell reception. You yeah. have to be pre-prayer for yeah. anything that possibly could happen. Well, I actually was looking into. I mean, this is going off a little bit sideways, but there's this new, uh, it's it's not staples, it's not suture, it's actually... The glue? No, it's it's top closure is what it's called. It's You've got two uh, pieces of plastic that have adhesive on them. Have you seen those? Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And you, and you lock those on either side of the wound, and then you have like a zip tie that goes through them, and draws them together with, so you know, cinches yeah, cinches it up. And I was looking into getting yeah, some of those for ours. Plastic strips hold yeah. the skin, and then the zip ties cinch yeah. the plastic strips together. That's and hold it. Yeah, well, I, I try to keep aware of that kind of stuff. And uh, well, I wanted to get some of those to keep in our um, first aid kits. I mean, we've been out like Captain Jack's. I mean, there's rocks out there. Oh, and that's very so dangerous out there. Yeah. You think gash in their legs, yeah. arms, sides. Something yeah. very similar, like like Christine was saying, Benadryl. Yeah. It was a wonderful thing yeah. for some of us having allergic reaction. Even like if you're going to the company's health, you're just assuming that they don't have anything to do with it. We have people. That voice you just heard was Christina. Okay? In case you guys are a little scared and having a whole new voice, that was Christina. All right. Of course, every time she talks, she does. Because she doesn't talk. <laughs> well, we knew that. That's and she knows a lot of medical stuff. So, yeah. but I mean, even with Christy, I mean, we have to be aware of it. So 
Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. We need to be aware yeah. going into a location. You know, we don't, if we ask them and they say no, and then we show up and there's a cat, we're like, oh, 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 oh wait a second. Yeah. Go and we're done. Yeah. Or you're done because you've had to sit out. I mean, it won't, it won't be something that will completely shut down. It's just she wouldn't have, yeah. be able to take part, just, which is, you know, a shame, but, you know, it, it, it is. It's a good thing to know the history of your, uh, your other team members because yeah. if they didn't well, know, we ask. I have yeah. anaphylaxis to cats. I could collapse yeah. on the floor and not breathing, and you're like, what's going on there? Well, no, I would know. And well, I, I wouldn't, yeah. yeah, so uh, if you don't know, what's up with her? Look, she's twitching. Everyone jump on, get a ride. Yay! Ride him, Christy! Yay! No, that's well, that's when you know, okay, she's got allergies, she keeps up a pencil, stab her in the leg with it. Like, just can it, I know, can it be the butt? No. No, the butt. Me and Mac would be like, yeah. oh, we got to do it here, Christy. It has to be, like, no. it has to be in the leg. Yeah, well, we're not allowed to play with sharp objects anyway. You know that. Ever since the incident. No. Ooh, does it actually jab? No. Darn it. Darn it. Training. Training. When we practice, can we listen to the theme music from Psycho? <laughs> and then even our first aid kit has a lot of high sugar things for in case one of our team members that has diabetes. I just get the munchies, man. Dude, I'm telling you, man. I'm just needing all them cookies, man. Um, another thing that we've ran across on uh, investigations and we've discussed before, um, don't bring weapons to the <laughs> Again, this is going out, this is a shout out for Ed. No weapons of mass destruction. You know, I mean, in that particular circumstance, no one was really aware. I mean, you're not going to be aware, but... There's other circumstances where, you know, you're carrying a knife. And I always have a knife. And in certain Which circumstances, is bad. It could, that could be used. Let's just say, hypothetically, you get possessed. That's a weapon. I'm just a weapon on my own. Well, I don't even need a... Again, I haven't put anyone in the last 10 years. Hey, it's been a Has it been a year? Since... That last altercation? No. No. It hasn't even been a year yet? It was really new. It was, it was like in the spring. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. We were doing the radio show again. Mm -hmm. Oh, no kidding. No. No, and I'm a very gentle person. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks a lot. All right. Hey, wait. Way to, way to support me, right? But no, in all seriousness, don't, don't bring weapons on an investigation, especially firearms. So does that mean I have to stay home? Because we already touched base on it. Yeah. Okay. We're, not allowed, we're not allowed to have backup anymore. Than me and Chuck or, Norris. Or at least until the charges are dropped. That restraining order is a bit of a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, it's another thing that you need to be aware of with your investigators. I mean, yeah. I, I am very pro carrying firearms, you guys know that, but... Not on an investigation. On an investigation, yeah. you have to draw the line. So yeah. you know what? This is for our safety as a yeah. team. Leave it in your vehicle. Okay, okay. that's what I was just going to bring out, too, is what about... If we're going out to a bad area, um, where can we keep it locked up in our vehicles? 
I mean, sometimes we go out to some pretty abandoned places, and I'd like to have my weapon with me. I mean, I would like to. And call. I don't think I, I don't think there's anything as far as our team is concerned to have it locked up in a vehicle. Yeah. But never on yeah, you. No. Actively, yeah. Actively in a lockbox, locked, locked up in the vehicle. Yeah, no. Okay. All right. Well, I can go with that. On the active investigation. No. And the knife I carry is just a small little pocket knife, but I yeah, I don't even think I do carry that. I take it and put it away. Yeah, I kept it in the vehicle when I mean, we've done that just because. Safety, if someone gets injured, you may have to use a knife to cut certain materials. Well, we have, well, we we have, have a scalpel. Yeah, we have different things, in you know, scissors so, and whatnot in the first aid kit, so that isn't necessarily that something. It's not something that's good to have. No, I don't, don't keep it, it with me. Just don't carry it when yeah. you're on the But I don't. So there's that. I mean, we generally take multiple vehicles on an investigation anyways. Even if you're not driving. Well, even our even our evidence kit or the equipment box that we take locks. It can be locked. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another thing to be aware of. Um, so when we're on investigation, I... You've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? See, i got to take my gun. Just in case I, I have some, you know, the opportunity to, say, to that. say that. Yeah, I can never not do a clean Eastwood. No, you can't shoot for a moment. How do you know? Well, you probably well, But I'm going to give you that you one. You probably can't shoot it. It's already dead. Well, I mean, the real reason that we don't allow anything like that, because think of the pigeon population. Oh, I mean, seriously, Sean would take them all out. Seriously, if you're on an investigation and you have a gun <laughs> and you're in Blame a thrower. private residence and say for whatever reason yeah. just say something's really jumpy. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Anything, just really jumpy on edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they're the ones with the guns. Yeah. Really no, it's a bad uh, yeah. guns and spooky stuff, settings yeah. do not mix. Okay. Better the gun. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. <laughs> and that goes out to Ed. Thank you very much. That was a request. So also when you think about safety, it's always good to have at least one that's on the investigation, preferably two in case the one that knows it is going to get screwed, CPR and first aid. Well, we have three right now. Well, granted, I'm just no, saying for other people. No, two. You're not. Uh, no, and I, have, I haven't had mine in years. You have other people on yeah. your team that in case that situation comes up, yeah. they're going to be able to provide that. We have two that just want to do the class. Yeah. And, yeah, and preferentially, yeah. like I say, it's Well, talking to Christy, she said there's nothing really that different than when I went through. Really but it wouldn't hurt me to yeah. get mine. But if you have right. only one person and that one person is the one that collapses, everyone's like, oh, crap, there's one that knows here. No. <laughs> So, oh, well, it's meant to be then, huh? Let's go on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Just step over the body. Let's move on. Come on. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, you know, what questions we're going to ask you. Okay, yeah. moving on. In little Podunk, Oregon, where we live, they offer community CPR classes. So, I have never heard of that. I haven't seen a post anywhere for that. No one's ever said anything to me about it. I didn't so, know anything about it. Look in your community. <laughs> What do I have for that? Alright, I've got one for you for that. I always wanted to be a lumberjack! Oh, wait a minute, that wasn't the right one. Oh, well, moving on. <laughs>
But it's true. I always did want to be a lumberjack. I like the pink tutus they wear. Hey. Okay. Yes. Final tutus. It's cold out in the woods. So also with the safety of the paranormal, think about the investigation and the overall setting of what you're going to be investigating. Paranormal. Don't, don't, well, don't take things that are outside of your team's league of investigation or school. Spaceships. No spaceships. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, well that was a, something to touch base on too because it, it's a big thing with me. I won't do demonology stuff. I won't do it. I just won't. Well, and, and you're big yeah. on the. We haven't touched on much. But the, Armor of God. God. Yeah. Um, I know. I personally, uh, before every investigation break. Yeah. Yeah, um, me too. I also wear my crucifix. I have about four or five when we go in. Um, yeah. And then. Obviously, we make it very well known that the entities that are there, if they are there, cannot follow us home. Um, and I also do a prayer afterwards. And this is just on my own because obviously every team, every member of every team has a different religion. Uh, push your religion on another person. That's just me personally being a uh, Christian faith. That's just what I can. So, I mean, I know a lot of you know, paranormal, it has a lot of ties to faith and religion. So I think that having God's protection of all things is best. That's just my personal opinion. And it's kind of opening a can of worms here, which we don't have much time left to talk about, but using spirit boards or Ouija boards or using things that you're not familiar with, what's going to be the consequence, or provoking entities while you're on an investigation. That's all. Those all open up different safety concerns. <laughs> all right, you guys aren't with us, but Mac just broke out a giant crucifix. It's like with mirrors. With Christ on And mirrors. This mirrors. is, again, it's like good against vampires. It's a half by a half a foot big. It's heavy, too. <laughs> yeah. It's all freaking brass. So is that going to work us on investigations from now on? I'm thinking, yeah. That's a big one. That's a, like a wow. That's true. But if, okay, now, we can take it if it has vampires because this would be really good against vampires because it has the mirrors there. No, I'm quite sufficient in the, how to deal with uh, Mac the vampires. Mac so. watched Abraham Lincoln vampires. No, I've, I've seen every um, Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing, all the old Hammer ones. I'm quite proficient in the art of he getting rid of it. I know how to get rid of them twinkly ones, too. They all shiny. Spray. They all the shiny ones. So what we were saying is, when you're on investigations about provoking. Yeah, I don't provoke. And, and using spirit boards or Ouija boards. We don't do that either. Well, yeah, uh, but we're saying. <laughs> no. We have. That's a whole nother. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, and not one that I actually felt comfortable with. But you know, <laughs> I mean, we do have other members that we do, or you know, we. Or other members that we had that we did, you know, listen to and respect. So, so that's what I'm saying is, is what I personally do is compare and also on a crucifix book. We've had members uh, on the team that are all different religions, so you yeah. have to do that kind of on your own. It's not like a team led prayer, you know, but. No, and I don't push myself, so, but I think we're all pretty much. Uh, I don't know that we have anyone that's any 
really drastically different than than us, you know. So we have had in the past. Well, I mean, yeah, but you know, um, and um, I know who you're talking about, and um, that that's a whole different story. But um, I actually have a coin uh, with the Coast Guard that has the armor god that I, you know, that in your tiny kit, yeah, your with my everything I have. Uh, it's a <laughs> new addition. Of course, an abundant supply of holy water. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if that's something you believe in, <laughs> I mean, it's been we've used it before. We have. We use it quite a bit. We use it at every time we have to uh, do a cleansing. We do it. And it was funny last time we went out. Um, Christy blessed this last that we had because we went to uh, the Catholic Church to get our holy water. I mean, I always leave a you know donation or I've asked to you know the Monsignor or whomever. Uh, if we could do it, it's not something that you just take and run. It's not respectful. Uh, but when we did go this last, every <laughs> it was it still, like mass or oh, it was a mass. It was like and and the uh, um, um, holy water is right in the aisle. It's like you know halfway in, and it's like okay, well I'm I'm not you know I know that I I have. Um, I don't have a lot of fear on certain things, you know, and people don't scare me, but, you know, that one lady with the high, hard hair, she scared me. She could have taken me out. Yeah, that beehive was dangerous. I mean, and flammable. I mean, it was way flammable. Oh, and, it, and she could have, like, just tilted her head and gored me with it. Yeah. You know, hair splinters, they're, they can't get them out. So we have, like, three minutes left of the show. So two minutes, I should. Well, I'd like to to uh, add a little something to the show, um, you know, that we do towards the last ten or you know five minutes, whenever we have, is to talk about movies, you know, paranormal movies and stuff like that. What have you seen lately, or you know, have a little movie uh, deal? We saw Housebound, that was pretty decent. That was a good one that's out. And how about you, Sean? You you seen? Have you seen all the Paranormal Activity movies? Um, no. Uh, after the third one, we kind of lost it, and that was kind of the end of that. Yeah, after the first one, we, we lost it. We well, not, not this one over here. Oh, that was the best movie ever! Oh, my goodness, I was so scared! I was on the finish! We watch See No Evil 2. We did watch that. Yeah, we saw that. Didn't we watch that together? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not yeah, as we, good as the first one. So next day... Yeah. We are not going to be here next week. It's going to be Charles Dickens. Classic. Yeah. So, uh, everyone can tune in next week and listen to the Campbell's Playhouse. Oh, it's classic. from the 1930s. Yeah. It's, it's uh, and it, it's, um, oh, who's who's in it? It's um, the same guy that was in the um, um, Wonderful Life as the bad guy. Yeah, I don't yeah. So that also leads to... So he'll be a recognizable voice, for those of you know. question, because I don't think we discussed this the following week, just the second. Are we going to have a show on the second, or are we going to wait until the following week? Um, well, we're, we're kind of gotten trying to get our lineup for uh, for January down, so we're not 100% sure if we're going to have a show the following week or not, but it eats... Lionel Barrymore. How could I not know Lionel Barrymore? If we don't have a live show, we'll at least replay one of our old shows. Well, in that case, I want to 
thank everyone for listening and wish everyone a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Right? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We say Merry Christmas here. We don't say Happy Holidays. What the hell is that about? Bah, humbug. We do say that. I have said that. You know, I mean, we had, uh, did you know that we had Raven of Darkness in our chat room saying hi? Yeah, so there it is. Hi. Uh, Just in time for us to say goodbye. So, um, Evil Dead, uh, not Evil Dead, um, what was it? Evil 2. Not good. Not good. Oh, no, I mean, I made fun of it all the way through. It was sad. It was your typical, why are you doing this? Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, really, and he was always, yeah, it's like, sure. Yeah, and he's just fine. Oh, there was quite a few of them. American Burger. Oh, American Burger. Oh, my God. That was the worst, worst movie ever. Okay, it was American Burger. It was about these American uh, high school students. They were all in their their stereotypical nerds, jocks. All the cheerleaders, all the girls there were cheerleaders, okay? And they were all in their 30s, maybe late. 30s. But they were wearing all their cheerleading outfits. And they were supposed to be American. It was the whole, the whole thing, the whole movie was based on them being Americans and these people killing them to make American burgers with the, the meat of them, right? Okay, but not one of these actors. actors spoke without a Swedish accent. Every single one of them had a Swedish, Swedish act. Not one had an American accent. It was the most it was it was beyond camp. It was it was brain cell killing camp. It was bad. So American Burger, no. Housebound was good, was decent, but not really scary. No. no. All right. So and on that note, here's uh, we're gonna do a request. This is going out to show. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful.